1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening, welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard As the domestic fallout begins to meet European build-up Brendan Rodgers is backing his team to end their Champions League winless run against Feyenoord tomorrow Is it or is it not a dead rubber? Rangers await news on Cifuentes' appeal and the Danilo injury ahead of Betis away And Scotland will play the Netherlands and Northern Ireland in friendlies next March As part of their Euro preparations I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight Cammy Bell and Gordon DL. We keep saying it, Gordon, every week because we mean it. Busy, busy time of year in Scottish football and abroad as well this week. Yeah, it's a busy time for everyone concerned in football, especially footballers. Um, Christmas is usually a wind down for people to enjoy the festive, but it's different if you're a footballer. It's uh, They come thick and fast, Gordon. Very, a lot of important games as, as well leading up to the, the January break. So... A lot of important games, a lot of results still to get. Um, Celtic start tomorrow night in Europe. Um, I know that obviously people can look at it and say, is it a dead rubber? Of course it's not. Uh, especially after the result of the weekend, the amount of money that you get mm. for picking up a win. And then Rangers, a great opportunity on Thursday night as well. So still a bit to play for. And right off the back of a very interesting weekend as well, Cammy Bell. Yeah, um, really disappointing weekend for Celtic. Um, so they need to bounce back fast as well. And as Brendan Rodgers expressed, he wants that win in Europe to stop the sort of bad run they've been on for a long period. And as Gordon says, it there's money at stake as well for the club. So they'll be trying to get that result tomorrow night. Come on then, 01419511025. That is the number you need. Get in touch and let us know what is on your mind. It is only Tuesday and I don't like to sort of Patronise I'm sure you know which day of the week it is But what I mean by that, we're just getting over the weekend It might be you still want to discuss the weekend Celtic fans, it's day two, if you like Of the post-mortem into that Kilmarnock defeat What are you thinking now? Because it goes straight into Champions League We're going to hear from Brendan Rodgers He's kind of hinting that some players will get the chance To show what they can do um, in these Champions League games On the face of it, there's great news Because Maeda and Hitati and Carter Vickers are back in training but none of them will feature uh, tomorrow night against Feyenoord. So I suppose overall, to sum it up, Celtic fans, how do you feel about tomorrow? How important is it? The guys have said it's, it's worth over £2 million. That is a lot of money in Scottish football terms. If you win the game, it's £2 million. A win would put it up to four points. Does that matter? Does the points total matter when, you, when you're out altogether? Is it about saving face? How much do you care about that stuff? Or have you written tomorrow off uh, completely. So that's like a general one to kick us off. How do you feel about tomorrow? Sum up the importance or lack of importance of it. 0141 Last I checked, I don't think we had any news. Rangers fans on Jose Cifuentes' appeal, whether or not it will be successful and what that will mean to you uh, for the weekend, because that could certainly change everything there. So if you want to get your thoughts generally on, on the weekend and the title race, maybe you're feeling a bit more optimistic about things, uh, or maybe you want to look ahead to Thursday, again, it is the same number, and anything else that you think we didn't cover off last night, you know where we are, 0141 951 1025, get in touch and let us know what is on your mind I mean, Gordon DL, you know he doesn't go to many football games, but he was there, he was at Rugby Park on Sunday so you have an eyewitness that you can share 
your thoughts with? Did you enjoy it? I saw the picture of you, shirt and tie on. Yeah. Dressed to impress. It's a tradition I do every year again. Ayrshire, I always go to a game with some of my friends because I lived down that way for a long time. We make a day of it, shirt and tie, pay and have a nice day and then <laughs> Told go on, right, stop. I was, I, was going, I was willing to go along with the lie until yeah. it was like, would I lie to you? You know, what's the bit that gives it away? The paying. Well, the paying I bit thought it was the shirt and tie. Has given you away. <laughs> no, because there's at least there's at least photo evidence of you in the shirt and tie. I like how you borrowed Hughes Nokia to take the picture. You ever think of like cleaning your lens or anything before you take a <sighs> no, picture? That was a poor one. Yeah, no, I'm not very good with social media. <laughs> but it, it wasn't about me. It was about saying, look, I'm out supporting the game. I love the game. I want to be involved. And what did you make of it? Um... <sighs> And a Celtic point of view, um, very poor indeed, Gordon. I've got to say, they started the game very well. I thought front foot, got the goal with Riley. You're thinking, that's ah, just got to be a normal day at the office. For Celtic, I'm sure all the Celtic fans thought the same. All credit to Derek McInnes. Uh, I watched him in the dugout. He was very angry with most of the first half. Um, obviously, he had a few choice words. And it certainly had an effect because they come out, they looked a different team, they got at Celtic. Celtic had absolutely no answers whatsoever. And you've got to say, ran out deserved winners and well done to Kamarnock and well done to everyone down there. And the Kelly Pies are still the same, they're lovely. What is the <laughs> status of this title race now, Cammy, after the weekend? Wide open for me, I, I, I think... Um... It was a poor result for Celtic, but again, a concerning one that I think there's been a number of games this season. They they play well in periods of, of games, but consistently for the 90 minutes, I think they have not seen enough of that this season under Brendan Rodgers. And just the way they, they dropped off in the second half was a bit worrying for me. And as Gordon says, listen, full credit to Kilmarnock because they pressed them, they made it hard for them. But I just feel as if Celtic really underperformed and, and we all know it's the title race is back on now. You feel the same? I mean, look, arithmetically, how could you not? I don't think we're, you could, I don't think anyone's going to phone in and say, no, no, there, there's no title race. I mean, how, how can you deny the the arithmetic of it? But, you know, generally speaking, Gordon, it does seem to have even the mood, it's all shifted very quickly as well, it seems. Yeah, let's not be kidded here. There's a title race on. And I think most of the Celtic fans out there would admit that as well. Celtic to me just now, they're a bit of a mixed bag. One week I see them and some of the football they play are, is absolutely brilliant and you think, yeah, they're certainly got the strongest squad and they're going to go on and win the league. I witnessed it for myself at the weekend and you can say, right, okay, defence of Brendan Rodgers, first league defeat. It's the manner, you know, you go through the team, there's a lot of players just now for me watching them on Sunday. When they go and get tough, they certainly didn't stand up to it for me. And I think that would be an alarming uh, sign if I was Brendan Rodgers. And uh, I think the January window can't come quick enough for him to strengthen. I mean, you were there as well. That's, that's This show, you know, we, we, we look high and low for pundits that are there, in about, at the coalface, mm. well-informed, taking it all in. Does your... I mean, you would have probably been there. Were you working? Yep. I mean, not like in the padded seats with the shirt and tie like this no, guy. No. So you probably actually paid attention. And I bet you didn't leave before the winning goal like somebody else did. <laughs> Should did have, you? I always leave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Check oh, I, I actually said, I got in a car. I said, it's guaranteed we will put this radio on and there'll be a goal from. <laughs> 
Amazing. Uh, I never, I never stay for nine. I don't like the night. It's too long. Yeah, but leaving at six Jeez. day was a bit of a risk. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Frank is in Busby. He's a Rangers fan. He's going to kick us off tonight. How's it going, Frank? Frank, uh, good evening, fan. How's it going? Not uh, too bad. What are you thinking tonight? I was on about a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, and I said that Clement got his playing back to the way Rangers should be. Uh, I'd also said that the Rodgers bubble was due to bust. Uh, Mark Wilson didn't take that too well. Um, I think it's tinted glasses and they on. However, going into the game on Sunday, um, I thought we've got a team playing there well, really well. Um, Dessers, I didn't really rate him at first, but he's going to a game, can't well, same, didn't really rate him. However, I think going into the, the weekend, we get a trophy and then come to the game at uh, New Year, definitely the title race is well back on. Uh, the bubble is first. Sum up how confident you are, you are Frank, and like, do you think Rangers will win the league or do you think it's going to be close? How would you sum it up? Do you think it's it's just a the title race is on? Is that as far as you're willing to go at the moment? Nah, definitely. I would say the Celtic bubble is bust. Um, I don't know if Rodgers is starting to lose the dressing room. I don't know what's going on. If he's not interested. When you listen to his interviews, he's, he sounds depressed. It just doesn't seem, seem the man he was the last time he was at Celtic. Um, I know it's just a, it's just a phrase. I'm not, not taking a argue about it too much but I think even some Celtic fans they might say that well, was there ever even a bubble this season you know maybe for some but I think for a lot that have been phoning in last night I feel like maybe they've actually not really got going that much rather than oh it was all amazing and now it's it's falling apart yeah well I'd be worrying then if they did get going for me Gordon because as much as I was very unimpressed with Celtic at Robbie Park um, you look at the record in the league 17 games They've only lost one. And if their bubbles burst with that, I, th- I think that's a, a statement too quick. I can totally take on board why Rangers fans, all of a sudden, this confidence is starting to grow. Rightly so. New managers come in. What a lift he's given the team. He looks the... He, he just looks the, the manager that they needed on that touchline. There's something about him. Um, he makes the right decisions, the right call... I think he's got a lot of respect from the players. He's got a tune out of one or two players that a lot of Rangers fans didn't fancy. So I can take on board all that confidence. But if you decide to Brendan Rodgers and Celtic, look, you'll be five points. I know there's a game in mm. hand. But you're five points in front just now. They probably bit your hand off it. Yeah, but now we'll, they threw that. The, they always do that though, don't we? I, I get that. Fine. If you'd asked him in August, yeah, I'm yeah. sure he would have. But if you'd you, asked him, yeah, yeah of, so of is that, course. Is that not the point? Because I think Frank's talking about he now feels this is like a sign of things to come. He feels like Rangers are improving and Celtic aren't. You know, it's more about kind of assessing as you go along, is it not? I agree. I agree that I think Rangers are improving. I think they're getting better uh, under a manager and I'm excited for Rangers January coming up because I'd like to see what he's going to bring in. If he does bring in players, is he going to change his system, style style of play? But what he's walked into and worked with, you've got to say he's been excellent. But I get back to my first statement about Celtic. They're a mixed bag for me. They could go out next week. I think it's Hearts have got Celtic Park. They could go out and batter Hearts four or five nil. That's the kind of the team they are. They're not that consistent just now. What they used to be. You don't know what you're getting. I always look at Celtic now and think they can give up a goal, but then on the other hand they can go up the pat the pitch and score three, four, five, no problem whatsoever. So it's a sort of mixed bag, but I can totally take on board the Rangers fans' excitement. 
Yeah, I agree with a lot um, that Gordon said there. And I think, as I said before, one big problem for Celtic is they're inconsistent in 90 minutes as well. They can play well for 60 minutes and if they don't get the number of goals in them 60 minutes, they put themselves under pressure because I do think they, they do lose goals as well. Um, I, I just think Rangers are getting better under Clement, but I still think they've got a long way to go. I still think they're going to get even better. What I would say, I think it's a massive, massive January for both clubs. I think the recruitment in January will decide who wins the title this season. See, before we even get to that, Frank, how important is it that Rangers keep up... Obviously, it's important that you're confident Rangers can keep up their end of the bargain until the sides meet. I I would say so. I would say Thursday night's going to be a good tester. Um, if, if we get a result on Thursday night it's a good chance we could top the group going to get into also the weekend with a result on Thursday night I mean if we keep playing this way and Celtic are playing the way they're playing I, I think you'd be daft honestly I honestly think you'd be daft to say that Rangers have got a really really strong chance of winning it I mean we Jordy I work with I spoke with him before I was a high-hard Celtic fan he can, he can just you can see a defeated man after the weekend. They in the last time getting a lot of stick. Said, oh, sorry about my language. Um, but the <sighs> Frank's apologised for his, his language. Mm. I'll apologise on, on his behalf. I, uh, that's just not what I needed at this time mm. on a Tuesday night. Quite we Geordie's not happy either. I, I feel like, is we Geordie pay, paying him to, to get yeah. a mention on this? Oh, yeah. Uh, you get, you just go on show. Frank, but make sure you get my name in. I'm um, we Geordie. Yes, my apologies for Frank's industrial language. Um, mm. Yeah. It's interesting because we keep getting. And rightly so, you know, we're, me- we're mentioning the fact that the, you know, the points gap, what it is at the moment, and the two games in hand, eh, sorry, the game in hand, but uh, the difficulty with that, what no one's really mentioned yet is the fact that that, that can change, that will change again this weekend, mm-hmm. because Rangers obviously have bigger fish to fry, they're in, they're in the cup, um, and uh, maybe, and then then you don't know what Rangers do with their game in hand, it maybe takes a while for, it's going to take a while for that to even itself out. Yeah, it is, and again, um Listen, all Celtic can do is bounce back. They need to get a reaction first and foremost um, in the European game tomorrow night. But then they've got league business to take care of against um, Hearts on Saturday at home. They'll be glad it's at home, I'm pretty sure. Um, And that'll be a difficult game within itself. Hearts, again, I think are hot and cold, but they're starting to get a few players back. So it could be a tricky one for them on, on Saturday as well. Uh, 0141-951-1025 I do have some breaking news for you as well currently and it is that Jose Cifuentes has been unsuccessful in his appeal against the red card picked up against Dundee it means he will miss Sunday's League Cup final at a time when Rangers don't have many midfielders available and he'll also miss the St Johnston game in the league as well what's your reaction to that? Not surprised Not surprised? No, I, I called it at the weekend um, when I watched the incident, Gordon, I thought it was a red. I thought the referee and the officials made the right decision. I can hear all the arguments from other pundits and ex-players talking about they thought maybe a yellow and they would appeal it and get away with it. I've no problem with Rangers appealing it. They're quite right to have a go because you never know what happens in the appeal. But I am not surprised with that decision. And it leaves Rangers with a slight problem in the middle of the park for the cup final. Yeah, totally agree. I, I think it was a red card when you look at 
And I agree, I get why they have appealed it because it is one that, again, could be looked at either way, but um, not surprised it's been overturned. Gordon calls it a slight problem um, ahead of the weekend. You could maybe use stronger language. I'm not saying Cifuentes has been sensational, no. but at a time when, I suppose we don't have a latest update on Ryan Jack, but at a time when Nicholas Raskin, Tom Lawrence, um, etc. are out of the team. Yeah, it's going to be a, a little bit of a problem, but again, they've got players that could fill into that position, maybe not naturally, um, and be your first choice, but again, it's, it's a cup final, it's an opportunity for another player to step into the team and show what they can do um, on Sunday. <laughs> I think I think he could I, could, I think he could uh, tweak his system a little bit. Do you? I th- yeah, I think he could go with the four, probably Lundstrom sitting in front of the back four, and then stick four and one up top. Um, that brings people like maybe Lammers coming back into the fold. You know, two wide men, Lammers mm. and Cantwell, yep. just playing off a uh, uh, Dessers. Um, so he could tweak his his his, his system to go. And suit what, the personnel he's got. What was your view, sorry, just for clarity, on, on that incident itself? Did you did you think it was a red? Or is it because it's a higher bar to try and overturn an appeal, you didn't think they would win the appeal anyway? Do you know what I mean? Like at the time? Um, at the time, in first initial, when I first... No, I, mean, I mean sort of Saturday night, if you right, like. When I seen the replays and stuff. You, still, you think yeah, it's a red? I, I think oh, right, it's okay. a red, yeah. Um, that's fine. The, the next bit of the conversation is wiped out. Because mm. obviously it almost has to be like... In some ways, it has to be like really bad error to, to get it overturned on appeal. Do you see what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You get ones where you think, oh, I'm not sure that's a red, but they're not winning the appeal. But you, you both thought it was a red anyway, but so that speaks for again, itself. Again, the, the, you don't know how this appeal's going to go because the Dundee one that everyone thought wasn't yeah, a red yeah. ended up they overturned that and give him a yellow. Am I right in saying that? You're right. Which is incredible. But again, I think that's why Rangers love. Mm. Put it out there and try to to get it overturned. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've no problem with them trying to get it overturned. Um, they had nothing really to lose apart from the money, the, the, the money that they have to pay. But uh, I would have been surprised if you'd have told me a different decision. They're gone. One four one nine five one one zero two five. Any reactions to that? Then failed appeal on Jose Cifuentes' red card. What do you make of that? Uh, get the calls in right now. And Celtic fans, very simple question. Talk to me about your feelings I don't mean to go that deep But how much do you care about tomorrow night? How much does it matter? Let's kind of get to the bottom of that There's finances There's professional pride There's the chance to boost the points total But clearly nothing more can can sort of be achieved in Europe So how much does it matter? What do you think about tomorrow in that regard? 01419511025 And we'll get you on next Clyde One Super Scoreboard Listen and watch Check the Twitter feed at Clyde SSB. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Hammy Bell and Gordon DL are here. 0141-951-1025. Twitter at Clyde SSB. Why not give us a call? Let us know what is on your mind tonight. The breaking news this evening. Rangers have been unsuccessful in the appeal against Jose Cifuentes' red card at the weekend. What's your reaction to that? Are you surprised? Are you not? And what the Rangers do about it? Because they've got a bit of a midfield shortage. Um, as for tomorrow, Celtic fans, the question trying to get to the bottom of is how much does it matter? What do you think about it? Because there's a £2 million on offer. Um, coefficient points, if you care about that sort of thing. Um, but obviously not a great deal more than that. Maybe kind of pride and it makes the record look a bit better. All that sort of stuff. But... Um, 
Does that stuff float your boat? Let's ask Andy and Royston. Andy, how would you, how do you feel about tomorrow? Sum up. Yeah, I don't know, Gordon. I think it's a. You, you mentioned all the things there about money and about a uh, bounce back for, for Sunday and stuff like that. Champions League's really important, and, and all we get thrown at was these days is that Celtic only won a home tie since 2014. How would it not be really nice to go into next season's campaign and say in the last time Celtic won at home the Champions League was the last game they played? Do you know it's 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 good for everybody around about and picks the club up. I, th- I think um, do you know I made an analogy earlier on in the day, and it's. See, Scotland fans, every four years we, we wait to get to the World Cup. And since 1970, when I was born, there's, there's been, I don't need to do the maths here, actually, about 12. <laughs> and every time we qualify, we all celebrate because we understand how important a tournament is. Now, the Champions League, there's only got 32 teams in it across the whole of the continent. There's probably 320 teams trying to get in here. Celtic are in a stage of development where they got two points last year. If they can get the four points... It's a matter of serious improvement, so I think it's something to go for. Uh, obviously, the, the, the money's important, but I think um, just in terms of the feel run about the club, I think it's an important time to go and get a victory in that tournament to show some sort of progression. Because even, I mean, you're, you're having conversations with potential signings, hopefully in January, you don't want to be coming off the back of being that club just are only going into the Champions League to participate. You want, you want to have some sort of a... Um, positive news story to tell so I think tomorrow's important How important Gordon? Oh, There's uh, a scale here I, I think Andy talks a lot of good sense there I think uh, it is very important I think um, Is it very important? Yes I do I I'm think, going to pick you up on every word you use I here. think I think it's very important Is it? And, yeah, is as yeah. important as that? Because I think Andy underlines that you want to beat last year you want to you know, get a bit of confidence. Um, obviously, they've come in for a lot of criticism at the weekend. Their performances were poor. Um, I just think there's, especially with now Rangers breathing down your neck, you want to start that good feel factor again going. Because mm-hmm. a lot okay. of Celtic fans just now are on a little bit of, you know, and if they're honest, they're thinking, oh, hold on a minute, things aren't the, as good as what they should be at Celtic Park. Brendan Rodgers has come in for a bit of criticism. Now, a month ago, he was he was absolutely brilliant, delighted to have him back. They're starting to question one or two of the signings, one or two of the players. So if you can get into the Champions League uh, tomorrow night, front of a packed house, and you get a good performance and a good win, Yes, it'll give you that good lift. Of course it will. I think it'll be good for them, especially getting into a, a probably a, 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 a very important time in December. Um, I mean, the the funny thing is, in a n- normal conversation, Cammy, £2 million is a lot, even to Massive. Celtic. In fact, it's slightly more than that, I think. Mm. So £2 million, um, but I can almost sense a lot of Celtic fans saying, oh, well, there's 72 in the bank, and it, you know, <clears throat> it's not making as much of a difference as we would like anyway. Um Again, same to you, sum up the importance then. Um, yeah, I think it's really important um, for a number of reasons and Andy touched on a number of reasons there that, again, you want to better yourself, you want progression. Um, so it's an opportunity for that to happen. You want to get away from this when was your last win in the Champions League and as he said, next season when you go into the Champions League, if they're in the Champions League, then you want to be able to... that That's away from you. Forget about that because we've won the last game. Again... Sunday, it's all the players, the fans, everyone will be hurting at the club about um, the result on Sunday. They don't want negativity to start festering in. If you get two defeats in a row as as a Celtic Mm. player or as a manager, you're in for criticism. So they need to turn that around quickly. And we can't 
dismiss the financial side of things. Two million pounds is a lot of money for one game of football. It's a lot of money. It's an opportunity to go and get that. Whether it goes in the bank or goes into Brendan Rodgers' transfer funds, we don't know. That's up to the board. But it's an opportunity for the club to make a significant amount of money in one game. Whilst you're on Andy, let's hear from Brendan Rodgers then because he, he was sort of hinting, I think, that he will give some players a bit of a, an addition, if you like, to show what they can do in the Champions League as they finish off this campaign. Because of the, the situation we have with injuries and, of course, with all the games that we that we have played before and, and after this game, uh, it will give the opportunity for, for players to play. And I think that's... By the time I reach January, I think a lot of the players in the squad that uh, will have had the opportunity uh, to play games and play games through all the levels and uh, and then can be assessed from there. But uh, but whatever team we pit out, we're, we're putting the team out always to win. As an example, Andy, is this where there will always be a limit on the importance of the game? Though Cameron Carter-Vickers, I think, was... You know, he wasn't risked at the weekend. By all accounts, he'll be fit tomorrow. Eh, sorry, he'll be fit for the weekend. If it was a game where qualification hinged on it, then he would probably play. Is that is that fair? Is there, is there always going to be that bit of importance taken away? I don't know about that. I, I think, on reflection, I thought he's maybe played Nat Phillips on Sunday because um, his loan spell's coming to an end and he has to make a decision whether to keep him or not and give him a game. Um, I don't think it worked. But uh, as far as Carter Vickers is concerned, now, now that I find out he's no fit for tomorrow night, my thoughts are that the reason he played Phillips is he had to get 90 minutes under his belt because he needs to play him. What Brendan Rodgers says there for me, he, what he's saying is he's he probably going to have to give some people a game that in other circumstances might not have had a game now. Taking away the, the, what Arf says, we need to try and win tomorrow night. I think after tomorrow night, he's actually going to be in a better position than he was two weeks ago, simply because for those players who, inverted commas, are fringe players, they're going to get an opportunity to play their way out of the squad. I know that sounds ridiculous, but um, this, the, the, those who have stepped in, they just haven't done enough, which makes, makes Brendan Rodgers' conversation in January, or even before that, when Maida and Abada hopefully are back, it makes his conversations with these fringe players a lot easier when, he, when they've had an opportunity and not taken it. Where does that leave Nat Phillips then, Andy? Because Mike Navrotsky's not in the European squad, so he's not an option. Gustav Lagerbielka clearly is. Mm-hmm. Nat Phillips is obviously ahead of them in the pecking order. Does he play tomorrow or are you worried about his form? I don't know him at all. I don't, I don't um, speak to my pals on the sort of WhatsApp group before the game on Sunday when I seen his name listed after the Hibs game. I was joking, I know bet sensibly and all that stuff, but having a bet on two t- both teams to score because I, I don't rate him, I, I, I don't see enough for him to play. But unfortunately, I don't think Lagerbielka's any better. I would not be surprised if a lot is sent her back tomorrow night. Wow, what would that say, Gordon Neal? I, I, I don't think that'll be the case. Um, I do agree with Andy. I watched Phillips at the weekend, Gordon, and he did not impress me at all. Now, Obviously there's something in the lad right? You don't go to these mm. clubs down in England If you've not got a billy we've seen He's Shane... also not played a lot of football In his entire career though You know, We've seen We, we, we witnessed it with um, Shane Duffy coming up here And he looked like a fish out of water for me Phillips is the exact same I could not believe I was watching the game and I thought If Kilmarnock get that defence In the second half they'll get rewards Because Phillips was all over the place all over the place. Um, has he has he played his way out of the team for tomorrow? I, me personally, I would certainly not play. Him. You've got a, you've got an international footballer you brought in for a lot of money, Lagerbielka. Now, 
somewhere along the line, if you're talking about giving fringe players now, I think Brendan Rodgers is playing this very cleverly because I think he knows a lot of the fringe players. He he knows that they're not good enough to take him where he wants to go. But if I was there tomorrow night and it's a game, it's all about money, it's all about getting that pride back, it's all about getting that confidence going again. And look, Celtic have got that. They've got very good players and, and a very uh, good manager. But they need to kick on again, especially after the weekend. I would certainly be looking at Lagerby Elkins saying, right, OK, here's your opportunity because, as I say, I, I would never understand it if you put my, uh, Phillips back on the pitch tomorrow night. I thought he was dreadful. It's a difficult one, Cammy, because even on the... Look, Brendan Rodgers is clearly picking the team that he thinks has got the best chance to win. Yep. Fine, right? Yep. And when you get a lone player, that that's just part of it. But at a time then... I mean, surely tomorrow, if we're saying that it is, yes, you th- you two think it's important, but it's clearly of limited importance. Why would you Why would you edge towards a guy who's not playing well anyway, and he's he's gone in a, in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think um, they've got Lagerbielka in. He's not convinced me either. He's been. I, I seen him the first game at um, Kilmarnock. Um, where they got defeated in the League Cup and I know it was his first game he looked very nervous again I look at him I don't think he's a physical centre half he's not really impressed me that much on the ball either mm. to be honest um, so I don't know if that'll be an area that Brendan Rodgers will be obviously he's looking for Cameron Carter Vickers to get back fit but is that an area he's going to look long term and trying to bring somebody else in but I, I know, I know. listen they've spent a lot of okay, money in there but what about not... tomorrow then though? tomorrow I think <sighs> I think they've got to play Lagerbielka. They've got to give him the opportunity because I agree, Phillips was really, really poor on, on Sunday. And if he does, it will be his first appearance since the 30th of September when Celtic beat which, Motherwell at Fir Park. Which makes you think that Brendan Rodgers isn't having him. Um, well, Colin, Brendan Rodgers has is, is it publicly said as much, hasn't he? Talking about them not I doing don't think Brendan Rodgers is having a lot of the French players, I've got to say. Uh, yeah, but there's, there are fringe players and then they've guys yeah, that you, you paid, paid good money, money for. And that's, yeah. and that's the reason why I'll be surprised if he goes with Phillips. Yeah. Because you, you, you summed it up, Gordon. He's on loan. About the Ranger, uh, Rangers, Celtic are never going to re-sign him or try to sign him. Never in a million years. So you may as well, you brought an investment in. Go and learn about him. You're, exactly. I know he gets and, sent and off in the Champions League in the, the away and it's a big stage tomorrow, right? Mm. And the pressure will be on. There'll be a big crowd there. And um, they've come off a bad result. So you need to see the character in the lad. So put him out tomorrow night and let's see what he's got. Thank you to Andy. Let's bring in John, who's also a Celtic fan. John, how, how are you feeling? We've had a Rangers fan on saying the bubbles yeah. burst and all that stuff. Oh. And there's a bit of question marks about oh. Europe tomorrow. How are you feeling? Oh, good evening, Gordon, Gordon and Cammy. Hello. Uh, it's music to my ears and a lot of other Celtic fans. I, I love the, the the bubbles burst. Journalists, the bubbles burst. They get called bubbles burst. This is a team proven champions, right? This is a team. It's got finance. It's a, a club with money coming out of its ears. Okay, the tins not been opened to do, but it will be. Trust me. But I'm, for me, I love to hear. I, I'm loving every bit of it. Like uh, the bubbles burst at the road, the defeat and all this and blah blah. See at the end of the season, see the, see the trophies that's in the cabinet. That's a, that's all they're talking. But at this moment in time, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Come January, Rangers are going to get two bob. We know that the finances are not great. We, we know that. Celtic are a big club. Celtic are a wealthy club. Come January, Brendan Rodgers will be given the finances to strengthen that club mm. 
that team, and he'll bring his own players in. Right, the, the summer man was, I think, was Angie's projects, etc., etc. Right, we're five points clear. Listen, I would rather be sitting right now, and if and Tammy Bell, Gordon Dale, if you tell me differently, then you're laughable. I would rather, <laughs> rather be sitting right now with five points clear, right at the top of the league, than chasing the five points clear in a game in hand. Celtic, go to, they come to Celtic Park, right? No, hypothetically, right? We won, which I think we will anyway. But a better team, we won. We go eight points. So who's who, who's there's a bubble burst then? All the journalists that's jumping on the bandwagon now. I'm loving it. It's music to me ears, and it's music to a lot of us Celtic fans ears. What if the money that becomes available to Celtic in January is spent on players like Gustav Lager, Bielka, and Mike Navrotsky again? It won't be because Brendan Mad- Brendan Rogers are different. He's a different type of man. He knows a player. He's proven he knows a player. He's brought the Sinclairs in, etc., etc., etc. He he knows. I don't, Listen, th- I don't think just, he's. I'm, I'm, yeah, look, there was a I'm lot of good signings, but I, I think there were a, quite a few Brendan Rodgers. And by the way, obviously there's a big scouting team and all that sort of stuff, but there was a few players that were signed under Brendan Rodgers that didn't hit the ground running, surely. Can I ask the question just now to two former players there? Mm-hmm. Gordon, I'll ask you first, then, Carney. Mm-hmm. Gordon, would you rather be sitting in Celtic position or Rangers? Oh, off. Just answer. Just, just, just answer. I would rather be sitting top of the league, Celtic's position, yeah. Thank you. Carney? Yeah. You you want to be in that top spot? I totally That's agree right. with you. Yeah, no, but we're just, what, what is that? What, what does that prove, John? No, I don't think it's anyone. The, the there is there is no debate there, though. Not. Everybody would say that, wouldn't they? You've come on and sort of presented the question as if that proves some sort of point. Of course, you would rather be top. That's not that's not the debate here, is it? Ah, but then again, why are you debating about seeing those bubbles bursting all that? I mean, I didn't see it. <laughs> tell tell see, tell me this, then, John. See, I'll ask you a question. See if the. Sure. See if you couldn't buy players in January, would you be worried with the squad <laughs> gonna, you've got? <laughs> no, listen to me. I'm going to throw that state back. You just made a statement, Gordon, about there's no not a chance Phillips is getting signed with Celtic, right? And I'm going to tell you something along the same lines. There's not a chance Celtic won't be spending any money in January. But of course, we will be. You know what? And everybody in the granny knows that Gordon. John, I don't think he's saying that they won't. No. I think it's a roundabout way of asking you. What do you think about the current team? squad? What yeah. do you think about the current squad? That's oh, what he's listen, asking you. Listen, the current squad just now, Gordon. Brendan Rodgers said it yourself. This current squad is busting at the seams. We get too many fringe players. We've got guys picking up wages. I'm leaning on the park, leaning on the grass, right? That'll be getting cut right back. We'll separate. But if you want to say fringe players or whatever, no, no good enough players, that'll be cut away. Trust me. See, come the end of the season, I'll be one happy man. And I'll tell you, you might be shouting for Mr. Clermont said. I'm trusting John, whatever he says. He's, he's a very convincing man, is John yeah, on the line. Better trust him. Yeah, but listen, trust him. of course you want to be sitting on top of the league at this moment in time, but again, you, flip, you yeah. flip the coin, we're nowhere near, we're not even halfway through the season mm-hmm. yet. So, And what you could look at from a Rangers point of view is you see, you could have the first domestic trophy in the cabinet and you could be five points behind with a game in hand. So it's only two points if they win the game if in Philippe hand. Clement's not had any chance to bring yeah, his own so I, I, Listen, I think it's... I, I totally agree with John that you want to be sitting top of the league. Of course you do. But I just feel as if... See where I think the problem is, Cammy, and I listen to John saying there, we'll get rid of X, Y and Z, right? Bringing in players because Celtic are cash rich. They've got money. No problem. Bringing in players, they'll go and get players. But... For me, the hardest job mm. will be trying to unload some yeah. of the players that's in the building and decent wages. 
And all of a sudden, that gives you a problem. Thank you very much to John. Let me tell you about this before we go any further. 0141-951-1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Cammy Bell and Gordon Diel are here. Why not give us a call? I teased you before the break. I was about to tell you about this. Cash for Kids Mission Christmas with J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist, changing landscapes across the UK. Uh, Gordon Dale was just telling me during the break he's wasted a lot of money over the years texting weird numbers and getting strange replies back, but I can absolutely guarantee you I've got much better value for your money here because if you text CAR to 84901 just do it right now and I'll explain text CAR to 84901 thanks to Arnold Clark you could win a brand new BMW 1 Series and at the same time you donate £5 to Cash for Kids to help children in our communities that need heating and food and clothes and uh, uh, just anything really to make their lives a bit better uh, this Christmas time. Every night I describe it as like the ultimate win-win. I can't think of a better way to put it. A fiver to local children that need your help and you might win a BMW 1 Series. Thanks, Darnell Clark. Brand new, kitted out, a lovely, lovely car. It does obviously uh, cost your standard network rate message as well. Um, but what a difference it would make to local children and it would make quite the difference to you if you had the brand new car as well I'm sure so if you want involved the lines close the entries close 6pm Saturday the 16th of December it's over 18s only full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com so text car to 84901 to enter best of luck from us and straight back to the calls just like that you can wait until the next break but don't hang around just get that text uh, fired over Raja's on the line how's it going? How you doing, gentlemen? No, no speak, long time, enough. How are you doing? What's no, your point tonight? Right, my point is, uh, all these people on this phone or Celtic are in a bubble busting on it. That's a lot, come on. We, we, we've got two or three play, uh, major players that are out. We lost Jota, we lost this. But I'm sure in January, it'll be easy. And, and, and you know Rangers finances. They'll be lucky if they can sign a guy for half a million pounds. See if Celtic have you know have all this you know advantage over Rangers. Or is, is that is it surprise you then? Is that not even more annoying, more frustrating that it, it could be down to two points if they win their game in hand? Listen, brother, you know you know what, brother. Just seeing injuries and and a team is allowed to have an mm. off day. Yeah, just an off day. Oh, listen, I get that, but I mean Rangers have bad injuries as well, don't they? That's that's kind of that's the point. I know, but but what I'm saying is that Celtic can have an off day. I mean, Rangers got beat 3-1 at Ibrox uh, of Aberdeen and Aberdeen's a, uh, not one of the best teams in the world Sure, but I mean, that's the that's the the number that's the um, that's the point that result brought about a yeah. change in, in Rangers managerial <clears throat> circumstance surely that's where a bit of the frustration kicks in for some Celtic fans fine not Roger, fine not John this is a Rangers team that have been so bad, to use the quote that, this season, that they had to sack a manager They've mm-hmm. still got numerous players who, you're like even the the most optimistic Rangers fans are, are kind of struggling to get on board with. They're not flying at all, and they could be two points behind Celtic. That 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 has to be of some sort of frustration. Maybe Raja's very optimistic, which is fine. Yeah, yeah, I think it is frustrating, but I, I do agree in this the sense that you know losing one game. I think if you look at the draws, um, especially teams like St Johnston at Celtic Park, which. In, 
didn't really happen um, under the Postacoglu era. Um, I think that, and also the way they're playing um, at the weekend, I thought second half, they just weren't up for a fight at all. Uh, Brendan Rodgers came out um, days prior to the fact that St Johnston game at Perth when he says it's the angriest he's ever been uh, as a manager. So um, they're not firing in all cylinders. But I said earlier, it's not a their bubble's not burst for me. I, I I would expect Celtic maybe if they go out and play at the top level against Hearts, they could easily run over the top of Hearts, one at three four comfortably. They're that type of team now. I think where the the sort of a concern is. I think a lot of Celtic fans thought that Rangers were well out of the picture and they made that big decision to sack, sack Michael Beale, brought in, which looks like the right guy, uh, Clement, and he's starting to get a tune out of them. January, I think Cammy's right, massive, massive time for both teams um, because it doesn't matter how much money you've got, it's what you bring into the building. We've looked at players coming in for the big price tags and not hit the ground running. We've looked at guys coming in for lower price tags and made such a big impact. So that's got to be very, very important. But I'm not going along with Celtic's bubbles burst because I still think they've got the capability of going on a good run and blowing teams away. So no doubt, no question, no worry, Roger. Celtic go on and win the league from here. Easy, easy. As long as Maida comes back and Hatati. Do you know the biggest player we miss? Not Jota, but Hatai. Hattati's yeah. the main man in that midfield. You you can put Turnbull and you can put anybody in that midfield, but see Hattati, that that's the main guy we missed all this season. But hopefully in the second season, eh, the second half of the season, sorry, we'll get him back and made on the right hand side. Ah, easy, easy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be serious. I'm going to tell you uh, seriously. It'll be so easy that. Ranger when you mean Ranger when you get like they they're gonna be lucky if they win against Aberdeen. Well, that's that is the next challenge for sure. And by the way, it might be easy at the end, easy. and then Roger can phone and say, "I told you." I just love it. It's the confidence this early on. I'd be too scared to stick my neck on the line. Um, good news on the injury front. Maeda Hatati. Uh, they, they trained today Hatati you won't see by all accounts until after the winter break anyway I think that's the message for now but Maeda's clearly getting closer yep. um, to Celtic specifically you would mm-hmm. say that's you know that's obviously good news I think if you're Derek McInnes or you're whatever saying oh yeah well you know Celtic should still have enough to beat well, Derek McInnes wouldn't say this but you know everybody mm-hmm. else said Celtic should have enough to, to be beating Kilmarnock without dies in Maeda um, and mm-hmm. acting as if he's you know he's the missing piece, but if you're Celtic and you're keeping it isolated there, it does make a big difference, doesn't it? Listen, they're, they're big players that they are missing at the moment, but again, you touched on it. You would expect that they have enough to domestically certainly go and win these games of football. I just think the the inconsistency, the ones again, the loss against Kilmarnock, it's a difficult place to go. They've already lost there this season in the League Cup. Um, and then you've you've drew against Motherwell at home, St Johnston at home. They obviously they draw against Hibs away as well. They're all. That's why for me that Celtic haven't been that consistent in in games and been really blown it away this season because we've spoke about Rangers have had to change their manager this season. That's how poor they've been for a period. They've picked up since then. So I, I still think there's a long way to go and I still go by what I said before the recruitment in January and listen you can have all the money in the world you need to get the recruitment right look Celtic have signed a couple of £4 million players 
that don't get a game for them at the moment. Thank you very much to Raja. It's that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best <coughs> football news and opinion online, the slash football. Come on then, beat the pundit time. I'll tell you what, the pundits have been having a terrible time. Mark Wilson got back on track, <laughs> did a win last night. Uh, last night's beat the pundit was a roller coaster. Get him I back must on, admit. whoever. Um, what a roller coaster it was. Let's see what we've got tonight. If you want to play against Cami Bell or Gordon Diel, you have to call right now 01419511025. And the lines close at 7. Tackle the headlines 01419511025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel is here, Cami Bell is alongside them, and they're both hoping that you'll get in touch between now and 8 o'clock. 01419511025. 102.5 The breaking news when we came on is that the appeal against the red card shown to Jose Cifuentes has been unsuccessful uh, Are you surprised? Disappointed? Do you agree? And what do Rangers do about it? Because they've got a bit of a midfield issue ahead of the League Cup final At Celtic fans, we're trying to get to the bottom of how much tomorrow matters in the Champions League Are you willing to write it off? You know How important is a win? What can you gain from it? All that sort of stuff um, there's been a bit of toing and froing about whether Celtic's bubble has burst or not. A phrase introduced by a caller uh, that everyone is uh, seemingly wanting to argue about, which is absolutely fine. And if you've got anything else on your mind at all, it's 01419511025, and we play this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish Sun.co.uk/football. Right, let's play tonight's Beat the Pundit I think we went three or four in a row for the listeners last week You were responsible for one of them Oh, I had a bad game oh, you were I, I wasn't well uh, But I'm back to Full fitness Full fitness oh, mate, I was, oh, oh, I was terrible oh, Honestly I just could see stars with it and everything Just wasn't <laughs> happening for me Anyway Too many lame sips uh, <laughs> Do you know what? That's, you, you would probably be the only guy I know that would potentially OD on lame sips yeah. Because you, you're just so compulsive uh-huh. I mean, we've established on the show before Is this the first time you two have ever done the show no, together? No, 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 no. Yeah. Do you know that he drinks upwards of 15 coffees in a day? 15 upwards upwards of 15 coffees in a day that's before 12 (laughs) o'clock so that's the that's the type of character you're dealing with so you can only imagine how many lem sips he goes through when he's not feeling well so jeez oh I do I do OD and everything a full bottle of night nurse steady Um, the the old night nurse mm -hmm. there you go Good, good sleep Good mm. sleep the whole week. Good sleep The nurse is alright Good Listen, sleep No one No one needs to know About your night nurse Or What else you've got In your medicine cabinet Right I think we better leave that there Right What night is it Is it Wednesday night You have the bath What night yeah. Do you get that stuff On prescription anyway uh, Yeah Right oh, uh, four, yeah. One, nine, five, one, one, oh, two, five. These questions are really hard tonight By the way Let me oh, warn no. you that one right over your head, never mind. Uh, let's oh. meet tonight's contestant, who's Johnny in Annie's Land. How's it going, Johnny? Hi, good, Gordon. How are you guys, Johnny? Not bad, not bad. You're a Motherwell fan, Johnny? Um, indeed, yeah. We're, 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 you and I are getting to that before the end of this call. Um, but beat the pundit-wise, <laughs> have you ever played before? Never, just in the car. Quite right, good. Right, well, I'll toss the coin. Heads, it's Cammy Bell. Tails, it is Gordon Diel. And it is, look at that, the Motherwell derby between Johnny Oh, I'll, I'll deliver the ball if you win, Johnny. No, he's for Annie's land. Oh, oh, oh is he? Aye. No, I forget that, Johnny. 
There's an eight second delay, we're just about to press the button there, mate. Right, what we'll do is give Gordon some greatest hits radio to listen to, nice and loud, so he can hear us. Uh, Johnny, you've got 30 seconds, just answer as many as you can, and if you'd rather pass and move on, fine by me, okay? No problem. Right, 30 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. Who was the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish top flight? Gordon Which Scottish League One side play at Meadowbank Stadium? Uh, Edinburgh City. Ronnie Dyla left a club in which country to join Celtic? Norway. Name any current St Mirren player who's been capped by Australia. Pass. Who was the last player Celtic signed from Motherwell? David Turnbull. Name any SPFL side who's still unbeaten in the league. Akis. Which former Celtic manager was sacked by Sunderland last week? Tony Mowbray. I think we got that one in just in time. Gordon DL, can you hear us? Are you back? Hello, Earth yeah. to Gordon. Yeah, yeah. What were you listening to? Any Christmas music on? Who was that? No, I don't know who that was. She's got a hold on me. Come on, join me I'm trying no. my best no. here. By the way, what are you all about? <coughs> Schmidt's playing. Cammy likes to take part. He likes to write them down. He's not very good, but he likes to take part. Right, 30 seconds, Gordon Gale. Your time starts now. Who is the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish top flight? Uh, Ferguson. Which Scottish League one side play at Meadowbank Stadium? Meadowbank Stadium? Uh, pass. Ronnie Dyla left a club in which country to join Celtic? Norway. Name any current St Mirren player who's been capped by Australia. Pass. Who was the last player Celtic signed from Motherwell? Turnbull. Name any SPFL side who's still unbeaten in the league. Dundee United. I'll oh, go off to a bad start. What are we there. thinking, Johnny? What are we thinking? It's tight. It's oh tight. no, is it tight? Mm, the last Scot. I mean, talk, talk me through the first one here. Jeez. Who was the last Scottish manager to win the Scottish top flight? Oh, Gordon Bennett. No, it wasn't him either. No. I did, well, what I, did you see? I thought you Ferguson. meant outside. I thought you meant outside Celtic Rangers. What? what? How did you take that from I that question? Um, Johnny said Gordon Strachan. Yeah, you have the Wayne Strachan. It's actually Walter Smith. Is it? 2010-11. Right, so nil-nil. The That's Scottish good, League one side who play at Meadowbank is Edinburgh City. City. One nil to Johnny. Uh, Ronnie Dyla left a club in Norway to join Celtic. You both got it, so it's two one to Johnny. Name any current St Mirren player capped by Australia, Cami. Bacchus. Keanu Bacchus played at the World Cup, remember? So he did. And Ryan Strain as well. So did Johnny get it? No, I should have got Strain because I got it wrong the last time, Roger Hanna slaughtered. Exactly. Me. It stays two one. The last player Celtic signed from Motherwell was David Turnbull. You both got it, three two. To Johnny Oh I need this uh, Name either SPFL side Or any SPFL side Who are still unbeaten In the league We've had this question About eight times This season It's Falkirk Or Dundee United oh. Which Gordon DL got And Johnny said Hamilton oh. Ackies Is Hamilton unbeaten? No No So you've equalised Oh But Johnny got one more question Oh no Which former Celtic manager was sacked by Sunderland last week. Ah, oh, no! <laughs> Sorry, Mowbray, and a 4-3 win for Johnny in Annie's land. Well done, Johnny. Thanks very much, lads. Sad line to Gordon. However, your team can't get a win at the moment. What's happening? Okay. I was there on Saturday, Gordon. They were a wee bit better. There's hope. We won't go down. That's interesting. I said to Cammy at one of the breaks, I'd spoke to my mates who were at the game, and that was the exact phrase. They were a bit better. Um, 
there, there's clearly a bit of fight there, Johnny. There's clearly a bit of character. They, I think it's the seventh goal in injury time this season. They're doing yeah. their bit. Um, is, is that enough for you then? You think it, it will turn or at least be okay in the end? I think I think we'll get Big Kev back in January and we'll be alright. <laughs> well, that would be quite something. Um, Mr Van Veen, if he's listening. What do you think, Gordon DL, Cammy Bell? <laughs> um, if you get Big Kev back at January, I'd play him defence because losing too many goals. Um, I think Motherwell are struggling just now. Um, what they got St Mirren next away got to be really difficult and then they've got Rangers come to Fir Park yep. uh, losing too many goals for me Gordon um, very lucky that showing a great bit of character give them all the the, the plaudits in the world for that because you know it's very easy to put your head down but they're getting those late, late equalisers they're picking up a point here and there you thought after Celtic at Parkhead that could be a turning point once again you know, we had to depend on a late equaliser at the weekend. Can't can't keep goals. Thirteen, the back. 13 games without a win, though. That's a long, long period. And I totally agree. The big problem is conceding goals and goals that are avoidable. Individual mistakes has been to blame mm-hmm. for a lot of them. Um, and Stuart Kettlewell can't do a lot about that because you can do all the work on the training pitch if individuals make errors on a Saturday then you're going to get hurt and they're doing that at the moment but as you say I totally believe they're still fighting for the manager This is the sort of hypothetical that Hugh Keevans throws out there Johnny and I disagree with him over but I'll I'll do it anyway um, since he's not here St Mirren away and Rangers at home it's it's conceivable that that goes 15 without a win would you still be willing to kind of ride that out? Aye I think you've got to back the gaffer I think you'll be alright. I, I do. I think we'll be alright. I, I really do. I think that, yeah, you can, you can understand elements of that. It, I I don't even think the Motherwell manager Stuart Kettwell would think that if he went fifteen games without mm. winning a game, that he'd still be getting back. Mm. This is the thing, right? Because I obviously get that, mm. but then if you've let it get to thirteen. Mm. And you're going to and uh, let me. So if you get to 15, do you let it get to 17? No, but it's the nature of the fixtures, though, as well. Do you know what I mean? If, Who you're if, playing? If, if you get, if you're letting it get to 13, and you're saying that, that that's that's fine, that's acceptable. Like I said, it's quite conceivable. So what mother will lose narrowly to St Mirren away, which is perfectly possible, and you're not expected to get anything off Rangers. If you're going to pull the trigger at the end of that, you, you would just do it now. Do you know what I mean? Mm. If you get I, I if think, you, if I you think, get hung up on on the number between I think, thirteen and fifteen, I uh, think the manner of the defeats as well. Yes, sure. I was going to say Saturday massive that they don't get hammered. And by the way, Motherwell might get something out of the two yep. games. Oh yeah, they might. Absolutely. But no, Motherwell will pick up six. Well, they'll pick up six points. I think. Instead, just you, just you slow down. <laughs> Four. Um, Johnny, it was good to speak to you. Yeah. And a signed ball on its way to Annie's land as well. Good man. Pleasure, guys. Thank you. Brilliant. There we go. What a, uh, Can I you're, believe you're it? You're on a bad run. Is that two in a row? Two in a row. Oh, uh, I'm disgraceful. Like, I'm just giving away balls for fun now. It's Christmas. Is that what it is? Daddy Claus. Just, just call me Daddy, Daddy Claus. <laughs> Imagine that. Daddy Claus DL. <laughs> giving balls away from fun. Who wants an R1? Phone in Thursday. 0141951-1025. Everything he says just sounds so sinister, doesn't it? Just like... <laughs> but I can't even believe I never beat him. He was No, he was good. good. He was. No, listen, getting four, four out of them. Three. Was decent, yep. No, I, I got off to a bad start. I don't know if I just thought about the Misheard question. Misheard the question? Yeah, basically, yep. yeah. I, I done was... that a few weeks ago and got hammered for it. 
Did uh, you mishear the which Scottish League one side play at Meadowbank? <clears throat> I should have got that because obviously I ran there when I've arranged Alan Wells. Oh, so he did. Forgot about this. Let's Do you know on. that, Cammy? No. <laughs> Fastest man squash oh, football. Right, we need to just. I don't. I don't want to dwell on this. He basically tries. To, he says he was as quick as Martin Boyle when he quicker. was a player. Right. Qu- sorry, quicker than Martin no, Boyle. You you All day long, mate. We we yeah. doubt this, and then someone t- tweeted in to say that they once saw Gordon racing Alan Wells at Meadow Park. That's how quick it was. Well, we didn't see how you got on. Gold medal. <laughs> Might have been fifty <laughs> meters behind him. No, he just dipped in front of me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Took cramp Right enough 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 Of this nonsense uh, Cammy Bell's too trusting He you know Mark Wilson calls you out On your rubbish mm. um, Cammy Bell's just accepting <laughs> I wonder how he got on the day. <laughs> my, oh. my Christmas Has been given to me All in the one phone call today What do you mean <laughs> Explain yourself Well Somebody told me Mark was on the show last night You know Very proud of being The Partick Thistle coach Yep. Uh, and doing a fantastic job Speaking to him the other day there He's working a lot of defensive play And he phones me and he says Look, I'm playing at Hamilton Reserves I'm playing at Hamilton He's not the reserve head coach Yeah, though. yeah, yeah, yeah hold, on, hold on, let's not right, Yeah, but he was a massive part of the squad today <laughs> He was in the dressing room doing the team talk How, and did, how did they get on? And um, they, they, <laughs> they play Tamil You might so come over Hamilton and watch against <laughs> Thistle Reserves What yeah. was the score? Well, can I just say that he used to be in the seven club, the seven clubs when you lose in a game 7 0. Yep. He's now a member of the 10 club. <laughs> 10 what? 10 0. Was it really? Ten. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the pleasure on your face. 10 0, and he's got a first aid course tonight with a sore head, probably. He'll be the dummy. Just you lie there, Mark. You're a bit dizzy. <laughs> we might as well look after you. So, what, oh. Aki's reserves beat Thistle ten, reserves 10 0. 10 0. And, and Wilson was in the, the, Wil- the Thistle Wilson, dugout. Wilson was in the dugout, gave a wee speech at half-time and full-time, obviously. You know, let's uh, win the second half. Um, and by all accounts, it could have probably been 17, 18. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, I look forward to you two discussing this uh, on He's not on Thursday with me. Oh, neither he is. He's at a... He's at a defensive coach SFA <laughs> licence. <laughs> Anyway, hold one four one nine five one one zero two five. The breaking news once we came on here tonight was that the appeal for Jose Cifuentes' red card that he picked up at the weekend has been unsuccessful. He now misses the cup final against Aberdeen and the league game against St Johnston. What are your thoughts, Paul, on the line? I, I thanks a lot, John. Guys, great Pleasure. show as always. Um, I, I, I had also a potential lineup for the game against Aberdeen as well, Gordon. If you want me to share that, but I, I can give you my thoughts on Sofentes sure. as well. Um, I, I didn't see it as a surprise to be honest, because you know the ferry rarely turn it over when the ref goes to the monitor. So I, I never really thought they would turn it over against Far a Far decision, because again, it would probably raise questions about mm. the purpose of Far. So I didn't really see any surprises with that. Disappointed, I but. I think you just got to take it in the chin to be yeah. honest I get Paul's um, logic because that, that's kind of the logic you would follow but it can happen Cammy. Um it happened with Tony Watt last season yep. um, against Motherwell shown a yellow VAR upgraded it to red yep. won the appeal and I get why why Paul's followed it the kind of logical route but ultimately if you think about it it is entirely possible because you're just going to the, an independent panel who look at it more from a sort of legal yeah. angle as well. You know, th- mm-hmm. this isn't the panel of three referees or whatever that we used to discuss 
Um, it's just an independent judicial panel. It's actually it's got nothing to do with the refs. It's got nothing to do with VAR. So <coughs> it, it is actually possible. But you take Paul's point. Once it does that, you're maybe a bit less a bit less inclined to think that you're going to be successful. Yeah, it is less likely. But because we have seen again probably an inconsistency in the decisions, and again you look at these people that are on the panel, and they're not footballing people. So as you say, they're looking at the laws of the game and the. The chances are when you look at that one, yes, you could interpret that some of the laws of the games have been touched and, and um, he deserves a red card, but then other people will say that it wasn't a red card. So I get why Rangers went and done it. It was an opportunity to try and make him available for the weekend. Mm. It's not worked in their way and it's, it's cost them a few quid. How big a blow is it, Paul, just in terms of personnel and who's available um, in that area at the moment? What's your what's your solution? I well, I mean, but hammered with injuries again I feel like I'm saying that every year but it's no added it's no positive but I'm wondering if it adds maybe a forces club on into a change at Rangers which I'm kind of looking to see maybe we do so my, my potential lineup up was, was as follows and you see what you think was a, a 4-1-4-1 so in goals Butland back four the usual Barisic left back Tavernier right with Goldson and Balligan in the middle and then I think Lundstrom is a holding defensive midfielder and then in front of him would be Matondo on the left because I think he can do both both sides so I'd put Matondo on the left McCausland on the right Cantwell and I'd be surprised here maybe Dijon Sterling in midfield because of injuries and then in suspensions and then up front I'd put Seam up front as an R surprise because I think he's the best striker we've got at the club and he's doing well on the left wing but I just think we've got McCausland and we've got Matondo, so why not play two wingers there and then Nam mm. that way? And I think you only need one defensive midfielder. I don't, I don't. It frustrates the life out me why Rangers continually put Ryan, Jack, and Lundstrom as two defensive mm. midfielders against SPFL opposition. Yeah. Well, look, it might need to be something mm. like that, Gordon, because you know, there just aren't many options. I, th- I think Paul listened to the show all night and heard I said that no, at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I think they'll go with one certain midfielder. Um, interesting, Matondo. I can see the, the, the point now with the pace. I don't think he will. I think he'll stick with Dessers through the middle, Gorn. Um, you know, he gets his goal at the weekend. Um, he's a centre-forward. That's what he's there for. I don't think he'll bring him back out of the team. Sima seems to be playing particularly well. I think the only difference with that is McCausland in the right-hand side, I think they can't well play and I think that he might look at bringing back in Lammers. I think the the problem with predicting how Rangers get around this on Sunday, Cammy, is they yep. play on Thursday <clears throat> and we've done it a, a bit with with a Celtic tonight. It's, it's a different conversation because Rangers do have sort of tangible things that, that they can achieve yeah. on Thursday. But again, you know, if, if there is that priority of well you know get through in the Europa League you know they need to go strong on Thursday does everyone come through that unscathed do you, do you just go kind of same we well, can't go same team again because of Cifuentes but you know what I mean it's we're predicting a team for Sunday without knowing what's happening Thursday yeah um, I think Thursday they need to go as strong as they can they need them um, to try and win the game um, and, and then <coughs> I think they're two different games as well so I think it could change the formation um, we know how strong Betis are and, and how good they can be um, and then Aberdeen I, I agree you don't need to play two defensive minded players but will he want to change it in a in a cup final with not a lot of days to work on it in a training pitch I don't know I'm, I'm unsure of what he will do but 
again, it's a massive game on Thursday night. That, that's the biggest thing. First and foremost, they need to get a result from that. Team. See where I, th- I think, Paul, I don't think he'll be the only Rangers fan that says this. I like Seema. I'd like to see him playing through the middle. I think he could... Seema, listen, the pace that he's got, yeah. he can hurt Aberdeen in behind. I think if you're, if you're mm. looking at the Aberdeen game, him mm. on the shoulder, playing in behind balls over And he the makes turf. very good runs. Decent near if anything comes in for the wide areas I'm, as well. I'm fascinated by the logic of this, right? Because mm. I obviously know what you mean. But if you've got 13 goals this season, does that not suggest where he's playing right now no, is working? Yeah. Yeah, but, but you know, there's no that, that. Surely it's not as it doesn't work just to say I'm playing through the middle. They've scored eighteen. You know, it's working there, isn't it? Why, no, why would you? Why would you move? What him? I'm saying, if they, if they had, you know, they're looking Danilo's out, mm-hmm. right? He's probably a number one striker. If he doesn't fancy Dessers, then I would be looking at playing Seema through there. Now, the argument to that is, you look at a coach of the quality of Brendan Rodgers, who has come in and change Kyogo at times, dropping off deep to go and play, and you're thinking, but Kyogo's best position is on the shoulder where he scored, what was it, 30-odd goals last year? Mm-hmm. Um, so managers see different things depending how they're going to play, but, but what I'm right, saying but, is, but, I think he could play there. Yeah, yeah. I think the big question is, if he if he's trying to fit McCausland and Matondo in the team, then you would look that Sima would probably be the one that would replace Dessers, and, and I think that's, one of the ways that you would look at again, does Roof get a shout in there um, mm-hmm. playing up top? I know he's fit at the moment, so um, he's a very good player. He scored big goals for Rangers. Uh, thank you to Paul on that. Matthew's a Aberdeen fan and he says, No additional game for a frivolous appeal or the clubs out with Celtic and Rangers only get that. The guys tonight say it's a red, ex ref say it's a red, now the panel says it's a red. Evidently had little or no chance of success. Frivolous, says Matthew. I must admit, that's the one that I've never really, I don't really get, because you get these one or two, and I think Aberdeen have, I think Aberdeen have been done with it, haven't they? You get one or two examples randomly of teams that kind of get done for the the frivolous one. Um, I'm trying to think who, was it Shinny? Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? I always feel like... It was Ross County one at Shinny, the, the, the tackle up there, I think. Because we talk about everything being subjective, that seems to me really subjective, that... You know when you do or don't have a, because we're not talking like you know, yeah, someone and, goes and, and kicks something. I'm in the unsure head or who actually fine. decides that. Is it the panel um, that decide that? Yeah, I suppose it would have to be. Yeah, but um, anyway, uh, right. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five or Twitter. Lots of tweets coming in. I mean, you just you just don't know where Twitter's going to take you. Jamesy just wants to point out that it's a winter in Bahrain, so he's sitting outside the pub with the headphones in, twenty two degrees Oof. in the winter. <laughs> This oh, guy lovely. next to me is depressed because he can't get out in the golf course, so he does not mm. want to hear that. Um, and David Forrest says he took his wee girl to soft play today and saw Gordon Duncan there. That that sounds about right. That's where I spend my days. He says he must have been there to get some sensible opinions before spending <laughs> the evening with Gordon DL and Cammy Bell. There we are. Right, get the calls in. We'll get a full-time teaser next as well. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL, Cammy Bell, both here. 0141-951-1025 to get in touch. Still here for another half hour or so as we build up to a big night, a big couple of nights in Europe coming off the back of a big weekend as well. So there is lots to get through. It'd be nice to hear from as many of you as possible, let me set up this question for you first. 
The Full Time Teaser with Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride. Slat wall panels available in seven colours. Now in stock at East Kilbride at competitive prices. You asked me during the break the difficulty of this teaser and I said that well, it, was, it was quite tough. I've actually changed my mind. I think it is I think it's particularly tough. Oh, um, okay. I'm afraid. So it's Richard and Falkirk who sent it in. Big thank you to Richard. And he wants you to name the last ten Scots to play in the English League Cup final. Can you name the last ten Scots to play in the English League Cup final? Um McTominay. Yes. He was the most recent, wasn't he? Yeah. Okay, well done. Uh, Tierney? No. Andy Robertson. Yes. Yep. Generally a good bet for having achieved things down south. Well done. Gary Caldwell? No. See, this is the thing. This is what's going to throw you. You've gone Cup, Wigan. That was the yeah, FA Cup. Yeah. And I actually don't think he played in the final. But anyway. All right, okay. That's so by the by. Uh, Mick Burney? Nah. No, you're stretching it, I'm afraid. Nah, just gone Scots. Right, okay. Oh, it's okay. Uh, it's a bit tough. No, that's isn't a tough it? one. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm you're looking at English your FA Cup final. No, League Cup final. League Cup final. League Cup final. Scott McTominay and Andy Robertson. Who are the other eight Fletcher? of the last? Stephen Fletcher. Well done. He didn't mean he that. Meant that. Meant no, done. I didn't. Yeah, I meant he did. Stephen Fletcher. Any Fletcher. Stephen Any. Fletcher. I'll give you. Any Fletcher. You need all the help you can get. Quite frankly. Okay. Snodgrass. No, but oh, good shot. Not too bad, right? Yep. Well, I mean, it's. It's not a great shout because it's wrong, but <laughs> fair mm. enough. That's not bad. Not bad. Morrison. Three, three. When are you going to learn to speak when you're spoken Morrison. to? No. <laughs> okay. It's bad enough when you talk over me for <laughs> correct answers. Never mind ones that are wrong. Uh, right, we'll leave it there. Let's bring in Gavin, who's a Rangers fan. How's it going, Gavin? Ah, uh, hello, Gordon, Cammy, Daz. What you got for us tonight? Oh, I'm just going to say uh, for the Daz there, the secret agent uh, Goldfinger Club. Oh right, Gavin. Did you were you the one that called us from Prague? Ah, my oh. Remember that <laughs> when he was in the gentleman's yeah. club? Yeah. How are you, Gav? Thing. And and the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Gavin, you get about. I bet you're yeah. going to Seville Where tomorrow. Are you right? Don't say Clyde Bank. Um, no, heading over to Seville tomorrow. No, of course he is. Um, so uh, yeah, really looking forward to it. Go uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that a good night, Gavin? Well, well I've done some more research. <laughs> the boss in here the next day, because obviously the you know the the work PCs would be monitored. Who was googling Goldfinger Prague last night? Why were you on Goldfinger Prague Instagram account? Uh, I think we do need to move on with it being a family show. What are you what are you thinking then? Heading over to Seville. Well, I think we'll probably. Play a very similar team that will probably line up in the cup final. Um, obviously, due to St. um you know, lack of, uh, you know, the the ban getting um, overturned today. Mm-hmm. I might might got feeling as we might go with Sterling maybe in in the middle, uh, and then see how the game goes and possibly maybe. Lammers and McCoslin come on later on, but um, yeah, I, I think Sterling has done pretty well in the last three sub appearances, and uh, yeah, I, I think that may be a, a, the way to go. Yeah, we're always told that managers go one game at a time, mm. the most annoying phrase in football, but 
wonder if Gavin makes a good point. Do you play Sifuentes on Thursday because he's available and in Philippe Clement's head, if that gives you the best chance of winning the game, then just deal with Sunday on its own? Or are you fine-tuning no. some sort of plan for Sunday on I'm Thursday? Go- I'm going most important game first, which is Thursday night. Okay. Play your natural player that plays in that position. Because uh, there's a lot at stake. Um, so you can't start looking at a game that's so important and say, right, I'm going to put a team out planning for the, the cup final on Sunday. I think that um, if Rangers went over there and got a, a positive result, um, I think that would be a fantastic time for them, the fact that they qualify. Um, so I would be playing my natural player in a natural position and then Get Just deal by. with Sunday. Yeah, because you don't know what injuries are, what you're going to pick up on Thursday night as well, Gordon. So Sunday will take care of itself. Concentrate on Sunday, uh, probably Friday morning, you're back home. So strongest side, natural position, and go and try and win the game for me. Yep, strongest side for me. Again, it's such an important game for Rangers this on Thursday night that they need to, to try and go there and get the win. Uh, they want to top the group. It's really important. So for me, if you've got the players available, and I also think there are two different games, there are two different oppositions, and I think the manager will look at that as well. I don't think he'll be preparing mm. on Thursday night for Sunday. Um, Gavin, talk to me about the diff- like how much more you want to be in the Europa League than the, the Conference League, if that makes sense. I mean, it's obviously the more prestigious competition. Is that something you feel really strongly about, or... Is it is it just about you know kind of Europe after Christmas? I mean, you know, I think any Rangers fan would be a fool to actually say they wouldn't want to be in the Europa yeah. League. Uh, no, I get, I get that. I mean, I just in terms of like how much of a priority it is or how much of a failure would you see it as? You know, would it be a sort of oh well, that's not ideal, but we move on, or is it something that would get you angry? But you know, do you know what I mean by that? Like, how much of a failure would you see it? I think it would be a failure and I'm, I'm not one to like uh, pull punches on uh, people from the other side of the city but uh, you know I, th- I think that the, the word failure could be <laughs> pushed slightly more towards the east end um, I mean you know coefficient wise we have been absolutely amazing let's be brutally honest um, but as I say, I'm, I'm not honestly. I, I don't do the, the whole tit for tat stuff. Um, look, I think it would be amazing if we could go to uh, Betis tomorrow or pardon me Thursday and get a result. Um, worst case scenario, look, we're still in the Conference League. Rangers are, you know, I don't think any Scottish team, brutally honestly, are a Champions League side. Uh, you know. We were showing up. I was there at all the away games uh, two years ago. Um, Anfield and stuff, Ajax. <coughs> it was just embarrassing. Um, Celtic, you know, annoyingly, to be fair, have not shown up this year either. Like, we're a small wee country. My goodness, as a national team, I think we're doing incredibly well. But we cannot compete with these big boys. We are Europa League and here I see conference mm. level. Well, this is the thing about this week, Cammy, going, in, going into this one, because that all coming down to one night re- really defines the campaign for, yeah. for Rangers. They can still top the group. And how can, how can you grumble with that, topping a Europa League group? 
But bearing in mind all right, Up until this point A home draw against Limassol yep. And an away defeat to Limassol Is sort of close Like we said 190 minutes can all, is, all, is going to decide Whether this has been a, a good or a bad yeah, campaign in some but ways. again, when you when you break the campaign down, obviously there's been a change of manager. Sure, of course, in there. yeah. And and the away defeat. To that's the thing. Clement was in, and we're talking about <clears> the, you know the three games since, and everything's feeling better, and and domestically, and Celtic have fallen off a bit. Yeah, but you know the, the, the previous game was under Philippe Clement. It was yeah. at Ibrox, and it was really disappointing. It was poor. It was really poor. Um, and again, didn't handle it defensively with the pace of the Limassol strikers. Um, but again, didn't do enough in the game to actually win it either. So yes, they need to perform better, but they know what job they need to do on Thursday night. That's the big thing for me. If they go and win the game on Thursday night, they they can top the group, which would be a good achievement. And listen, the Europa League's where Rangers, for me, I think, can be successful. They can go far in this tournament. They've done it recently. It's a difficult tournament, but I think the the players. Again, they've had some of the players that are still there have got that experience of going that, that distance and getting to the final um, recently as well. So I, I think it's, it's, it's such an important, uh, financially for the club as well, um, but it's so important for the club going forward, the fans, everyone to be involved in the Europa League um, rather than the conference. And, and the conference is still a tournament you would take seriously and want to go far in it, but absolutely Europa League is what you want. Thank you very much, Gavin. Enjoy your trip if you go to any other Dodgy night spots, make sure to let Gordon DL know. 01419511025. Um, right, any more on the teaser? Looking for the last 10 Scots to play in the English League Cup final. Scott McTominay, Andy Robertson, Stephen Fletcher. Did Gilmore play? Nope. I've got a few written down, don't have a clue. Um, McAllister? No. no. Charlie Adams? Yes, Charlie Adams. David Marshall and Craig Conway were unused subs, but he played for. Uh, sorry, that was for Cardiff. He played for Liverpool. Okay. Um, MD play with Newcastle? Uh, yes, actually. Right. <laughs> now that you mentioned Ryan it. Fraser? No. Oh, Another one good. then. Dummit. He's not Scottish. Is he not? Scottish, no. Mm, okay, so it's not him. Who's the other one? Um, the other winger. What'd you call him? Um, Scott. If you listen carefully, you can hear people in Glasgow and the West shouting Shout. at their radio. I know. Um, the winger that played with Scotland plays with Newcastle. No, Ryan Fraser. Cammy, come on. I've, uh, my head's well, you're not blank. getting it either. I've blanked, I've yeah, I... Um, I can see him, but right. I, I, I can't shout. He's shouted. one, right, okay. Lionel's nephew. <clears throat> Lionel Messi. No, not Messi. Lionel Richie, 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 Matty Richie. Matty Richie. Matt Richie. Matt Richie. Man. Stuart McCall, no? No, 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 no. We will get the rest of the answers very soon. Let me tell you about this as well. Cash for Kids. Mission Christmas. With J&D Pierce, Scotland's premier structural steel specialist. Proud to support the local community. There is no one, and I mean no one on this earth that likes a good deal as much as Gordon DL. You have the chance to feel very smug about yourself, make a difference to the local community, and make him extremely jealous. We've got an unbelievable prize for you. It's a brand new BMW 1 Series, thanks to Arnold Clark. It is a stunning car. It's got M Sport bodywork, digital cockpit, Apple CarPlay, heated seats, a real nice experience to drive around in. 
And you could win it As well as making a difference To children in Glasgow and the West At the exact same time So you text CAR to 84901 C-A-R to 84901 The text just costs a standard network rate message And then a £5 donation to Cash for Kids We guarantee every single penny of that Goes straight back to families and children That need your help um, You're helping battle holiday hunger And that sort of thing at this time of year so it is the ultimate win-win As I keep describing it The entries close at 6pm Saturday the 16th of December It's over 18s only Full T's and C's are at Clyde1.com We will be back with the answers And more of your calls But during the break Why not text CAR to 84901 Number one for football in Glasgow and the West 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're on the home straight tonight with Gordon DL and Cammy Bell They're ask, I'm asking, we are asking them Thanks to Richard and Falkirk to name the last 10 Scots to play In the English League Cup Final Scott McTominay most recently Interestingly enough, did you see that? So Man United play Bayern Munich tonight mm, In yep. the Champions League they lost 3-0 at home to Bournemouth at the weekend. Mm-hmm. No changes to the starting eleven. It's a very bold strategy, that, isn't it? Yeah, have confidence in the players too. Bayern got, they got a heavy defeat as well, didn't they? 5-1 off Eintracht Frankfurt, who play Aberdeen, Aberdeen on Thursday. Nice. Uh, interesting week ahead. So, sorry, the last 10 Scots to play in the English League Cup final. Scott McTominay, Matt Ritchie, Andy Robertson, Stephen Fletcher, Charlie Adam... You're not done on, with then. that Charlie Adam game. He played for Liverpool. They played against Cardiff. Right, okay, so right. what are we thinking? We're thinking Kevin McNaughton. Well done. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh huh. Another Liverpool one there? <clears throat> no. Cardiff? Yes. No, I've got to say Stephen Thompson, but it's miles of it. Um, it's actually not that far off, but no, he's, he's, it's not right, but. Cardiff Patterson wasn't at Cardiff then We didn't leave Hearts Nope Cardiff Struggling Cardiff Who missed the first penalty In the shootout For Cardiff Friend of the show as well He'll be cursing us For bringing it up Friend of the show Mm -hmm. Don't tell me it was Bartley No What? No Who's a more obvious Penalty taker for Cardiff In a League Cup final Has you been on this show? Oh yes, many times it's not, well, No, I know what you're thinking It's not Hugh Keevans either It's not him He's played with Cardiff uh, Hugh took Keevans a penalty, just a penalty. laced up the I high was going to say I don't know if he played with Cardiff Kenny Miller? Yes Is it? Miller man? Alright, okay Oh, never got that he Kenny? You remember him? No, yep I'm sure he spoke about this a few weeks ago when he I was did. on them. He yeah. did, didn't he? Because we spoke about well, you well, saving. Well, the remember, th- mate. <laughs> we spoke about Terrible. you saving the three penalties. We asked him the, the kind of biggest regret that he had missing one. So and that was uh, I always just think of Wolves and Derby down there. Right, there's a, there is actually another Cardiff, and then oh, wow. we need to branch out. Give us a wee clue in this another one. Another Cardiff, Scotland internationalist. Ooh, do you know what I, that? I w- unsure goalkeeper in there. If he is, he's got very, very few caps. I'm going to say yes, but not many caps. That would be my guess. No, I, I, do you know what? I'm a hundred percent yes with no caps. Um, no cap- old, uh, sorry, ten caps. He's got. I didn't think yeah. it'd be as many. I knew it'd be a small. Ten amount. caps. Mm. Okay. Any goalies? Uh, yes, actually, there is a goalie ah, as well. Always a goalie, Cameron. Yeah. Get a goalie. That. Yeah. Uh, we'll get back to you. Let's bring in Craig, who's in Dunfermline. How's it going, Craig? Hello. Hi, Craig. How are you? 
Aye, good. Good yourself? Good, all good here. What are you thinking? Good. Uh, it was obviously what I talked about, uh, Sifi Wentys, uh, obviously, Red Card not being overturned. Obviously, Clement will play his strongest side uh, on Thursday night, but it's more for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I was wanting to see what the panel thought it'd be between Avon in the middle, the way Jeremy Plot threw me Trent Alexander. Tell you what, it's not one we've heard before. We've heard, I uh, keep hearing, get, move him up the wing, play him mm. up. Aye, I've heard that Craig, one. Craig's got him in the centre. So, what, Dujon Sterling at right back and Tavernier right. in the middle of the park, like Trent yeah. Alexander Arnold. It's got all figured yeah, out. Uh, I think McLeish done it with Rickson as well. Well, that's true. Yeah, yeah, we did. the right back in the middle, play Ferguson mm-hmm. and Arteta. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I, I don't think it's the worst shout I've ever heard. No. Uh, if I turn, but you're going to disagree with it. No, I if, I t- if I turned up at the weekend and I seen that lineup, then yeah, I would go. I, I can totally understand that. But I think Tavernier just gives too much from the right back position for me. Um, I don't know if he'll do that. Do you think? No. I don't disagree with the... the Logic? Yeah, absolutely. I think Tav's got all the tools in um, his box to, to play in that position. He's good on the ball. He, he can travel with the ball. He can see that forward pass. He can tackle. So he's got everything to play in that position. I just think in that game, I don't know if we'll move him from right back. That That's my issue. Mm. But absolutely, it's, it's definitely food for thought, should we say. Do you think Dujon Sterling... Is maybe the option to go into the middle of the park, Craig? You've obviously got them the other way around. Aye. Uh, for, uh, just, uh, the, mm-hmm. With the past task on, uh, I think it was Seymour last week at Pinecastle, so yep. they can see a forward pass, you know what I mean? Sometimes full backs. Yeah. Do you know, do you know the reason down. why I'll probably go against it a little bit? Not that I'm shooting it down in flames because I think there's, there's good evidence to say that that could be tried. I think. Looking at the situation last weekend with Rangers, um, if he was going to, if he had that in his mind, I think he'd have brought on Stern, played him right back, and put Tav in, Tav in the, the, at yep. home against Dundee when they were they were leading three one. So, do you I, think it's maybe just too big a game a trial? That yeah, I, I just I just feel that you're taking away the strength from Tavernier mm-hmm. on the right hand side. Um, I don't think he'll do that. As I said, I think if it was in the back of his mind, the best opportunity mm. would have been at the weekend there when he'd, he could have brought on Stern played him right back. I know the way this is going to work. Undoubtedly, people, I can't believe they're comparing James Tavernier to Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. That's not really, I don't think, what Craig's doing, but everything's obviously relative. I think the thought process there is... You've actually got a full back that if, if there isn't if there's a criticism, it's about going back the way. Maybe yep. maybe they've both got that in common. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, both, James Tavernier does get praised for a lot of his passing. Sometimes he drives into that area and plays a pass like he did they at, both at Tyne goals. Castle. Um, but wh- whether that whether that can happen from you know that being your starting position or not, and whether you're able to break play up the same and do all those other things that. Is expected of you That would obviously be the, the challenge I, I firmly believe he, he could do all that stuff I, I, I don't doubt it But I just feel as if it's Such a big game on Sunday That is that the first game You're going mm. to trial it And, and yeah, again but, but you're not trialling it Just for a laugh are no, you no, Because you're not, there's not, no, not many you're, options You're forced into it But again it's it's a What you're doing is You're taking away from The back four that we know of And, and again it, you're bringing in Another player that Maybe doesn't have that Relationship with the two centre halves, um, and that—that's what I mean by trialing it. That 
you're almost changing your back four where you don't need to. Um, and sure. I, that that could hurt yourself if it doesn't work out right. But I firmly believe Tav's got the, the ability to play in that position. Craig, it's still an interesting thought. I like it. Thank you very much. That was Craig in Dunfermline, which will probably uh, round things off for <laughs> us tonight. I don't think there are any massive talking points that we've missed. Uh, <coughs> I, did, I did see in the intro, um, now we know Scotland's plans for... Um, Pre-Euros, that sort of thing But not many other breaking news stories Today that I think we've missed So we can sleep easy tonight We will be back tomorrow of course uh, Seeing what Wednesday throws up Let's try and finish off this teaser Thanks again to Richard and Falkirk for sending it Thanks to Sliding Wardrobe Solutions East Kilbride Make sure you check out their trade counter On Colville Road They've helped us out with the teaser tonight as well We're looking for the last 10 Scots to play in the English League Cup final Scott McTominay Matt Ritchie Andy Robertson Stephen Fletcher Kev McNaughton I nearly said the next one <sighs> Kenny Miller and Charlie Adam Many have we got left too? <sighs> Three Three? Oh we're so Did here. Barry Bannon? No No? Okay no, Not the worst shout I've heard okay. It was a great shout <sighs> You see there's a goalkeeper in there There is a goalie Who Sh- came off the bench Doesn't happen very often If I told you the game was Bradford against Swansea, Swansea. The Swansea keeper. I think he was playing for Bradford. I know. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he double bluffed me there, didn't he? He's still at Swansea Rangers. Still at Rangers. Yes, John McLaughlin. Yes, John McLaughlin. Oh, okay, yep. didn't know that. What about your man? Don't I told know. you about ten Scotland caps. More than I thought. I'm very sorry, Cardiff, Cardiff. and Cardiff. What other teams do you play for? Um, you want to be thinking Hearts. You want to be thinking... That's Patterson. Ross right County. Now. That's the sort of... These are the, the links there. Ian Black. You want to be thinking... Farm animals. Mm. It's mm. Davy Sheep, isn't it? It's, it's mm. Davy Sheep. No. Cattle. Uh, cattle, cow. 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 Cowie. Cowie. Don Cowie. Don Cowie. And forget anything else this guy did... My favourite clue would have to be that he once knocked out Wayne Rooney in his kitchen. Oh, um, Phil Bardsley. Phil Bardsley. There we go. We got there in the end. Thank you, Cammy Bell and Gordon DL. We are back tomorrow. Big, big night for Celtic. The return as well. Forget the Champions League returning. The return of Marvin Bartley to the show. Queen of the South must have won at the weekend. Uh, he's alongside Mark Wilson tomorrow Big night for Celtic Then of course building up to Thursday For Rangers and Aberdeen as well It's going to be a huge week Make sure you join us And Lynn Hogan is in for Callum next 